Welcome to this Abide Meditation. I'm Ben. Have you ever gotten stitches? The doctor didn't just enter the room and start sewing, did they? They probably asked what happened and what you could feel in the area. They probably tried to figure out how deep your cut was and determined if it would need anything besides stitches to heal fully. They needed all of the information they could get. Before we proceed, take a deep breath, hold it in for a moment, and then slowly release it. Your community can help you heal from any pain that has been caused by sin in your life. And you can do the same for them. James 5.16 instructs us to, Therefore, confess your sins to one another, and pray for one another, that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person has great power as it is working. You're promised that these prayers have power. So have confidence when you turn to your community. Seek their help with whatever it is you're struggling with. And rest in the knowledge that God has put your community in your life to help you grow. Giving yourself stitches isn't impossible, but it's better to ask for help. God has put people in your life to help you diagnose and treat your sins. Who do you trust enough to help you heal? Don't be afraid to reach out to them and let them help you. Father, thank you for the community you've given me. I pray that we would continue to grow in our support of each other and learn how to help each other better. Help me see today if there are areas of my life where I need to confess something to these friends and ask for their prayers. Help me to keep in confidence those things that are shared with me so that I do not break faith with my friends. I ask these things in your Son's name. Amen. Take another deep breath. Maybe the thought of opening up to your community frightens you. Maybe you've been let down before. As you breathe, ask God for the right people and the courage you need. Reflect on what you need to heal and grow from your failures 
and then confess them to God. It's true that people will fail you, but God never will. Ask Him for the right people, ones you can trust. Now breathe slowly and regularly as you bring all of your focus into this moment. Let any other worries and cares fall away as you center yourself here in your relationship with God. Listen again to James 5.16. Therefore, confess your sins to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person has great power as it is working. What grabbed your attention in that passage? Listen as I read it again. Therefore, confess your sins to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person has great power as it is working. Do any phrases or specific words stick out to you? We can notice different parts of different verses depending on what we need to learn in the moment. Is the Lord trying to tell you something specific in this verse? Reflect on any times you've seen someone confess an issue. Maybe a friend in your community group needed to share a hidden sin, or a leader in your community had to admit a wrongdoing publicly. How did they go about doing that? What was the effect? Listen to James 5.16 in the Contemporary English Version. If you have sinned, you should tell each other what you have done. Then you can pray for one another and be healed. The prayer of an innocent person is powerful, and it can help a lot. James knows the power of corporate prayer. Letting others pray for your struggles is essential. We live in a broken world, and all of us experience weakness in our mind and body. And it's not always our fault. But the things we do will affect our physical health, 
and prayer can help us deal with that. Reflect on the connection between the physical and the spiritual for a moment. Prayer is a powerful tool of communion with God. Our faith can change our physical situation. When have you seen prayer affect someone physically? Listen now to James 5.16 in the Amplified Bible. Therefore, confess your sins to one another, your false steps, your offenses, and pray for one another that you may be healed and restored. The heartfelt and persistent prayer of a righteous man, believer, can accomplish much when put into action and made effective by God. It is dynamic and can have tremendous power. In verses 13 through 15 of James 5, James calls for prayer for people who are suffering or joyful or sick. 1 Thessalonians 5.17 tells us to pray without ceasing. How can you remind yourself to pray more consistently? We all have different defaults when it comes to praying and leaning on God. Some of us pray in joyful times, but try to get through tough situations on our own. Others forget God in times of joy, but lean deeply on Him in times of struggle. Think about your habit of prayer. When is it easier for you to turn to God?
Proverbs 28.9 says, If one turns away his ear from hearing the law, even his prayer is an abomination. Confession and prayer go hand in hand. We can't live however we want to and expect to have a great relationship with God. How have you seen this play out in your life? It can be hard to think of a confession as a blessing, but it does lead to freedom and healing. Christ offers so much forgiveness that we never need to be afraid of being rejected for our faults. Spend this next pause reflecting on that grace and how you can be a safe person for others to confess their sins and experience God's healing as well. Dear Heavenly Father, today I ask for healing. I know that I have patterns of sin in my life that can cause pain, and I want to recover from them. I want to be more like you, and I want to live in health and freedom. I pray that you will lift up community around me to help me do that. And I pray that we would grow in trust and vulnerability with each other. It's scary, but it's necessary. I ask in your Son's name. Amen. If you haven't made confession a practice in your life, be encouraged to find someone to pray with you through things you need to confess. Until next time, may you abide in Christ.